even when the audience was male or female, they show increase in dancing. This is Parsing Science, the unpublished stories behind the world's most compelling science, as told by the researchers themselves. I'm Doug Lay. And I'm Ryan Watkins. Alfred Hitchcock is famous for depictions of voyeurism in many of his movies. In a conversation with the French director Francois Truffaut, he bet that 9 out of 10 people will stay and look if they see a woman across the courtyard undressing for bed, or a man puttering around in his room. No one, Hitchcock argued, turns away and says, it's none of my business. Today in episode 42 of Parsing Science, we'll hear from Masayo Soma from Hokkaido University in Japan about her research into monogamous songbirds, which intensified their singing and dancing during courtship rituals, but only while in the presence of an audience of other birds. Here's Masayo Soma. Hello, uh, my name is Masayo Soma. I am a songbird researcher. I started my researcher life as a bird song researcher, but uh, now I am more interested in courtship dance communication in songbirds because I am a mixture of psychologist and ecologist. I was born in Yokosuka and uh, I went to a high school in Yokohama and uh, I did my PhD at Tokyo University. About nine years ago, I got a position at Hokkaido University. Estrelid finches are common to Africa, Eurasia, and Oceania. One, the blue-tipped cordon blue, is famous for being one of the few species in which both males and females take part in especially conspicuous courtship displays. We started our conversation with Masayo by asking her to explain how the birds behave towards their mates. Estrelid finches share similar courtship behaviors. So when they court prospective mates, they sing and dance. Their dancing includes hopping, bell wiping, or sometimes they show tail movement. There are some variations in their courtship behavior, but they also show some very simple stereotyped behaviors with that. So in case of blue cap cordon blues, they always need to have nest materials in their bills and they start courting and their courtship is always happening in uh, close distance. So usually males and females are close, maybe on the same patch. So if they find a good nesting material, they start courting. Then they start uh, hopping and then they also show singing. Some species show tail movement, but in case of blue cap cordon boots, they show angle tail. Angle tail means that the, their tails are targeted towards the partner uh, nearby. Perching or passerine birds are a biological order which comprise more than half of all bird species, including the blue-capped cordon bleus. And the courtship behaviors of birds has long fascinated scientists and bird watchers alike. Hence, Doug and I were curious to learn more about the species. So, blue-capped cordon bleus are small passerine species with a very beautiful blue plumage. 
Uh, their name, blue cap, cordon bleus, means that only males have blue cap and female doesn't have it. They are basically from Africa, um, but I've never seen their natural population of the species. But they are relatively popular among those who love breeding birds. Especially finch lovers. In Japan,、uh, they are expensive, but、uh, we can buy them from pet supplies. And so they are just like zebra finches, but they are a little bit difficult to breed and very expensive. I usually use those birds that can be avail- available from pet supplies because they are easily kept in captivity and then they can show natural behavior even when they are in their cages. Masayo's co authors on the article, Nao Ota and Manfred Gare, are both with the Max Planck Institute of Ornithology in Germany. So, Ryan and I were interested in hearing how Masayo came to collaborate with researchers who are nearly half a world away from Hokkaido University in Japan. We have a kind of a difficulty in studying the behavior of cordon blues because the cordon blues that are available in Japan were imported from Africa. And so they traveled a long, long trip. They're almost like a wild population. So it was very hard to observe their dancing behaviors, especially for females. We are not sure why, but when we conducted preliminary research, we found that females don't show coats at all. But we know that females also show similar courtship behaviors like、uh, males. So we wanted to record their female behaviors as well. And、uh, I happened to have a chance to talk with Manfred Gore at Max Planck Institute in Germany. And、uh, he said that he has a captive population of、uh, blue cap cordon blues in large numbers, and we started to collaborate. Then we could record、uh, female behaviors as well. While courting, cordon blues tap dance so fast that it's invisible to the naked eye. In fact, the behavior was never captured on video until Masayo and her collaborators did so in 2015 with high speed cameras. We published a paper in 2015 on tap dancing behavior of blue cap cordon blues in scientific reports. And when we studied the cordon blues tap dancing behavior, we felt that it was very difficult to record their dancing behaviors because the behavior is not very frequent. So we tried everything. To stimulate them to dance. For the paper, we wanted to collect as many、uh, behavior samples as possible. So, in the effort of collecting behaviors, we suddenly found that the existence of other conspecifics might、uh, stimulate them. It just compared、uh, males and females. Of cordon blues. And we found that there w a s no sex differences in tap dance behavior of cordon blues. That's why we started this project on audience effect on cordon blues dancing. 
What the team also noticed was that these courtship dances are even more pronounced when a couple is in the presence of another cordon bleu, as Masayo explains next. In the past, people tend to think that the body motions associated with singing is just a byproduct. When you talk or sing, you cannot stop moving your bodies. So when you talk, you can add some gestures. I think、uh, the gestures are also important for communication. The important thing that we could find in Cordon Blues is that the singing and dancing has independent messages. So people used to think that the dancing is just、uh, dependent on singing, but we found that they have different、uh, messages because dancing increased. Under audience conditions, but the singing without dancing was suppressed by the audience. So we found the opposite directions of the responses of dancing and singing in response to the audience, which means that the gestural or visual displays have different messages. We found that the Cordon Bleu's increased dancing under audience conditions. Even when the audience was male or female, they show increase in dancing. But we also found that audience effect was much stronger for opposite sex audience conditions. So if I have a male audience, I may increase dancing more, much more compared to when a female audience was presented. Mutual courtship displays are thought to play an important role in pair bonding among blue capped cordon bleus, with the presence of an audience presumed to serve as a means of advertising their mating status. Given this, Doug and I wanted to learn more about the socially monogamous relationships of these songbirds. They are bonded throughout the year. Even socially monogamous bird species separate when they don't breed. But our subject species, like cordon bleus or any other related species like the zebra or Bengali finches, show a long-term pair bonding. So they always want to stay close to each other, even when they are not breeding. It's just like a married partner of human beings, and they also cooperate for taking care of the chicks. So they build nests together and they、uh, cooperate to feed the chicks. That is called biparental care. So they are bonded throughout their life, and they have a family, just like a monogamous human family. <laughs> So while mutual courtship displays can be useful for attracting mating partners, these behaviors could also serve to inform rivals, as well as other birds seeking opportunities for extra pair mating. As Masayo explains next, we know that these、uh, cordon bleus show courtships while they're breeding. So, for example, now observe that the male was dancing. When his partner female was sitting in the nest, so it looks like that the male was trying to encourage the, his partner when his partner is sitting in the nest. So this kind of courtship behavior can be real courtship that leads to the 
copulation, but they may also function as a communication behavior when they are already bonded. Though they were carried out in Germany, Masayo controlled the experiments from Japan. We'll hear how this was possible after this short break. This episode is sponsored by We Share Science. When researchers are curious about what is happening in science, they go to We Share Science to explore video abstracts uploaded by other researchers. You can search their vast catalog of video abstracts to learn about the latest scientific findings, or you can share your research with the world. Whether your research is in progress or already published, at We Share Science, you can share your science and grow your impact. Explore the world's research at WeShareScience.org. Now, back to parsing science. Here's Masayo Soma. So we conducted this set of experiments at Max Planck Institute. A male and a female was introduced into a case. Uh, I think it's a medium-sized case, not so big, but not so small. And the case for a pair was equipped with some food, water, and uh, purchase. And then nesting materials were spread on the floor. And there was another nest in the case. And another case was placed next to the pair in which we introduced an audience individual uh, of a male or a female. And the camera was uh, placed in the audience case, I think, uh, because uh, I did not do this experiment. I am supervisor, and so I remotely controlled her experiments in Japan. <laughs> so uh, the whole experiments were done in Germany, and uh, we exchanged emails how to set up and uh, the schedule about the experiments. But I was here in Japan. <laughs> but the camera was uh, placed at one side, and we recorded the whole behaviors of the paired male and the female and the audience bird. Given the importance of environmental factors on the behavior of birds and most animals, Masaya described for us how she and her team controlled for the influence of the birds being in captivity. These birds are kept in the indoor bird rooms, so the temperature and the light are artificially controlled. So there's no fluctuating temperatures or uh, light, so they are constant. And bird rooms should not be so hot, but warm enough for them. Their original habitat is uh, warmer than Europe. So the temperature could be between 20 and 25 Celsius degrees. And usually uh, we set the light time longer to stimulate them to breed. So it was scheduled 14 hours light and uh, 10 hours dark. To better understand how ornithologists conduct their research, we asked Masayo to tell us about the equipment they used to track the cordon bleu's behaviors. In our laboratory, I think uh, our research projects start from some kind of inspiration of me or other students. And so for getting some inspiration from animal behavior, we need to observe them very carefully. So we currently, we don't use any high-tech data coding software. So basically, we use a video camera 
and sound recorders. But for cordon blues, because their tap dancing behavior is quite fast, we also use high speed video camera. And we sometimes use、uh, sound analysis software. For movies, we use Adobe Premiere. So basically, I use a video camera, high speed video camera, and sound recorders. That's all. So we don't use any special things for data collection and analysis. The influence of being watched by an audience not only promoted Cordon Bleu's simultaneous singing and dancing as a duet, but it also suppressed the birds from singing without dancing. As with most research, findings such as these can lead to more questions than answers. So, Brian and I asked Messiah to explain how her research contributes to our understanding of when and in what combinations birds might use such courtship behaviors. Female singing is an ancestral trait of passerine species. So, it means that a long time ago, females and males both sing songs, but in some case, Females lost the ability to sing songs. But the female singing behavior is less well studied so far. So we are not sure about their functions or evolution. And basically, we say that the bird song evolved under sexual selection pressure. Some songbirds can sing very complex songs. Which means、uh, that、uh, some songbird species have really large、uh, repertoire of songs, which may have evolved due to female choice. It's a kind of textbook story, but we don't know well about female singing or female courtship behavior. That's why I am very interested in mutual communication between males and females. So. We started this、uh, project on audience effect because we expected some mutual communication between males and females. So some songbirds show duet singing or duet dancing for a kind of communication of、uh, commitment. And when we started this project, we expected to observe duet dancing when audience is presented. But we did not find anything like that. Maybe it's because we didn't observe pair bonded individuals. We just prepare a randomly paired males and females. That might be a factor. But in cordon bleus, it's very hard to observe dating behavior. But maybe I think,、uh, for example, dating singing in some species can. Be territorial defense against others, or can signal the pair bond towards each other. While she started out her career researching bird songs, Masayo has since extended her research into other courtship behaviors, including dancing and plumage ornamentation. To close out our conversation, we asked Masayo what directions she intends to head next with this line of research. Of course, I would like to keep collaborating with the researchers at Max Planck, and、uh, I would like to keep on asking questions on the evolution of courtship dance in estuary finches. So, when I 
study the evolution of cosmic dance, I am also interested in the interaction of the evolution of dance and other sexual signals. And I have so many ongoing studies. For example, we are looking at the possibility that the dancing behaviors might be an amplifier of、uh, plumage color patterns in estrogen pinches, which means that their dancing can be a kind of showing off behavior of their plumage. And by doing it, I think I would like to answer some questions about the evolution of language, dancing, and music in living things. For example, we are not sure about the social learning aspect of dancing. That's why we are keeping、uh, captive populations of some species of estrogen finches, and which can tell us how the dancing behavior develop、uh, in their life and how they acquire dancing behaviors. I am also in, interested in the evolution of behavior. For finch, I think the interspecific comparison is really important. So that's why I need to study other species related with the popular、uh, subject species. That was Masayo Soma discussing her article "Couples Showing Off: Audience Promotes Both Male and Female Multimodal Portrait Display in a Songbird," which she published with Now Oda and Manfred Gare on October third, two thousand eighteen, in the journal Science Advances. You'll find a link to their paper on parsingscience.org/e42, along with bonus audio and other material that we discussed during the episode. Reviewing Parsing Science on iTunes is a great way to help others discover the show. Head to parsingscience.org/review to learn how to do so. Or if you have a comment or suggestion for future topics or guests, visit us at parsingscience.org/suggest. You can also leave us a message toll free at one eight six six X P L O R I T. Next time in episode forty three of Parsing Science, we'll be joined by Ron Berman from the Wharton School at the University of Pennsylvania. He'll talk with us about his award winning study of more than two thousand business experiments, which found that over half were ended too soon or too late to properly control for false discoveries. It's almost a curse of riches, because it's so easy and it's so inexpensive to run an experiment. You can experiment with everything, but it means actually most of the time you find more and more of no results. We hope that you'll join us again.